Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 96 on page 459. O sing unto the Lord a new song, sing unto the Lord all the whole earth. Sing unto the Lord and praise his name, be telling of his salvation from day to day. Declare his honor unto the heathen and his wonders unto all peoples. For the Lord is great and cannot worthily be praised. He is more to be feared than all gods. As for all the gods of the heathen, they are but idols, but it is the Lord that made the heavens. Glory and worship are before him, power and honor are in his sanctuary. Ascribe unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of the peoples, ascribe unto the Lord worship and power. Ascribe unto the Lord the honor due unto his name, bring presence and come into his courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. Tell it out among the heathen that the Lord is king. 
and that it is he who hath made the round world so fast that it cannot be moved, and how that he shall judge the peoples righteously. Let the heavens rejoice, and let the earth be glad. Let the sea make a noise, and all that therein is. Let the field be joyful, and all that is in it. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice before the Lord. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 32nd chapter of the book of Isaiah. Behold, a king will reign in righteousness, and princes will rule with justice. A man will be as a hiding place from the wind, and a cover from the tempest, as, waters of ri as rivers of water in a dry place, as a shadow of a great rock in a weary land. The eyes of those who see will not be dim, and the ears of those who hear will listen. Also the heart of the rash will understand knowledge, and the tongue of the stammerers will be ready to speak plainly. The foolish person will no longer be called generous, nor the miser said to be bountiful. For the foolish person will speak foolishness, and his heart will work iniquity, to practice ungodliness, to utter error against the Lord, to keep the hungry unsatisfied, and he will cause the drink of the thirsty to fail. Also the schemes of the schemer are evil, he devises wicked plans to destroy the poor with lying words, even when the needy speak justice. But a generous man devises generous things, and by generosity he shall stand. Rise up, you women who are, who are at ease. Hear my voice, you complacent daughters. Give ear to my speech. In a year and some days you will be troubled, you complacent women, for the vintage will fail. The gathering will not come. Tremble, you women who are at ease. Be troubled, you complacent ones. Strip yourselves, make yourselves bare, and gird sackcloth on your waists. People shall mourn upon their breasts for the pleasant fields, for the fruitful vine. On the land of my people will come up thorns and briars. Yes, on all the happy homes in the joyous city, because the palaces will be forsaken, the bustling city will be deserted. The forts and towers will become lairs forever, a joy of wild donkeys, a pasture of flocks, until the spirit poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field, and the fruitful field is counted as a forest. Then justice will dwell in the wilderness, and righteousness remain in the fruitful field. The work of righteousness will be peace, and the, effective, the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. My people will dwell in a peaceful habitation, in secure dwellings, and in quiet resting places. Though hail comes down on the forest, and the city is brought low in humiliation. Blessed are you who, are, who sow beside all waters, who send out freely the feet of the ox and the donkey. Here endeth the first lesson. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. 
Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and return not thither, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the sixth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Then he went out from there and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him, that such mighty works are performed by his hands? Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Now he could do no mighty work there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Then he went about the villages in a circuit, teaching. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, 
was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And keep not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord Jesus, who at thy first coming did send thy messenger to prepare the, thy way before thee, grant that the ministers and stewards of thy mysteries may likewise so prepare and make ready thy way, by turning the hearts of the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, that at thy second coming to judge the world, we may be found an acceptable people in thy sight, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life of mortal through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, the knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our lesson from Mark is interesting because Jesus goes to his hometown and teaches in the synagogue and he doesn't get a very warm welcome, which suggests that Jesus' upbringing in this town where people likely knew each other pretty well wasn't, wasn't very impressive. Maybe he wasn't voted most likely to succeed in high school or something like that. But it, it, um, it shows he was kind of an ordinary person that, that didn't stand out through his upbringing. So when he comes back to the synagogue now as somebody who's performing miracles and, and teaching profound things, a guy, what is this thing? 
And there, I, I've always seen in this verse a little bit of a sort of a sacramental principle. It's even like when we come to receive the sacrament, we go, it just looks like ordinary stuff, but it is it is the body and blood of our Lord. And also that, that God comes to us in ordinary and humble ways. We just have to be able to, to see it and, and hear it. And um, if we tie backwards into the Isaiah lesson where he prophesies, you know, that a king will come and, and when he comes, you know, that he talks about reversing that the eyes of those who see will not be dim, the ears of those who hear will listen. Remember earlier on in Isaiah, it was those, you know, they'll see but not, not understand, they'll hear but not perceive. And so when this king comes, he will open up people's understanding. And, and, um, and then there's a section of our Isaiah lesson where there's a woe to the women who were these, uh, who were, you know, sort of, he call, the, Isaiah calls it complacent. And this is sort of living in luxury, not attending to um, the word of God and not aware of what's really going on because very soon that's all gonna go away. But much like Nazareth didn't recognize Jesus because he wasn't very impressive. So the, the women at ease here are not recognizing the word of God and responding to it. And this reminds us, I think that that the word of God comes to us in the scriptures, but it, it, it comes to us in very ordinary ways. Advent reminds us to take that word of God seriously as part of our, you know, sort of discipline of morning prayer, of getting up and listening to the scriptures so that we we attend to it. We don't, it comes to us in an ordinary way, you know, we just read and here's a lesson, but yet it's the word of God that we need to treat as the word of God and cause us to, to change the way we're, we're behaving because, you know, there's, There'll be consequences for not listening to it, even though it comes to us in ordinary ways. God thinks that when he speaks, it just matters. And so in Nazareth, Nazareth is gonna be culpable for rejecting the Son of God, even though it wasn't very impressive to them. And the other thing that's significant about Isaiah, which is very, very important about the Old Covenant, in verse 15, um, uh, where he says, uh, that will happen when the until the spirit is poured out from on high and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field. That's the primary characteristic of the new covenant, that the old covenant written in stone, that Israel's not going to be able to uh, be faithful to and be judged. In the new covenant, what's, what's uh, new is the spirit that comes to us on Pentecost. And so we've been given the spirit in baptism we receive the spirit through faith. And now in the spirit, we can hear the word of God and, and live in the covenant in a faithful way. And so you know, um, that's, that's the main characteristic of the new covenant is the Holy Spirit given that enables us to do what cannot be done in a sort of natural way by the old covenant. And so the expectation today is just, even though the word of God comes to us in very ordinary form, we need to, need to treat it as a word of God and, and listen to it or respond to it and live by it. So a few thoughts about the lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue.
Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Thursday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you, you too. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. <clears throat>